When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sir, we wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? It's another episode of the California Penal League. We are, we got the 2023 season on the slab right now on life support. And we're doing CPR on it. And we are doing everything that we possibly can to keep this season alive. But don't die on us now. Don't die on us now. But after a 20 to 6 beatdown of the highest degree. <laughs> pretty uh, sure the Vikings and the Browns played. I'm pretty sure yes, that's what happened. It was pretty gross. Um, but, you know, hey, look, uh, uh, this, uh, we're recording, obviously, the night that uh, of the first game of the series against the Twins, the ultra-important series that essentially will determine whether or not the last 20 some games mean anything from a playoff standpoint. But uh, yeah, the first game did not go well, uh, but what they did find was a diamond in the rough. They got a new reliever in David Fry, who yeah, baby, fun fact, ERA is uh, approaching 13. I believe <laughs> I love it so much. Hey, fun fact about this David Fry uh, as a pitcher, he becomes the first position player to pitch four innings in a game since 1988, aside from like, you know, a two-way player. So he's okay. no position. No position player had pitched even three innings in a game over the past thirty-five years. Wow! So not all was bad about that game. We got you to know, have David a little Fry history. Is just David Fry is just showing us even more versatility. That's you know, right, he yes. was probably already benched. or was probably already written in as the bench player for next year as your super super utility guy. But uh, you know, now that he can go. Four innings and and, and uh, throw sixty four pitches. I mean, Tito or whoever the new manager is is going to have something to consider. They That's also right. I saw a stat that there hadn't been a, a pitcher who threw more than thirty pitches in a game under sixty miles per hour, and he he had like he had sixty something sixty four I think <laughs> yeah, I think every one awesome. of his pitches. That was awesome. It's it's pretty wild gives, when you look at the. You look at the highlight of him throwing like a 59 mile an hour, just meatball. And like, they're just teeing off yeah. on it. I love it. It's like, uh, it really gives me people ball. who went. <laughs> oh, so it gives me hope. It gives me hope that maybe like, you know, if I, I, I choose to, you know, quit my job and practice full time. Maybe I can become a reliever in the major leagues by the time I'm 40 and, and, you know, do similar things. You gotta learn the knuckleball. That's really it. Well, that yeah, that's therein lies the, uh, the 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 key to that. But yeah, but hey, you know what? Despite today's beatdown, we're coming off of three consecutive series wins, yes. and I don't think any of us had us had that on their bingo card. <laughs> Especially like, not when you talk about those series being taking uh, wins from the Blue Jays the twins and the, the rays rays that's not too shabby and really honestly 
this was the, I don't know about you guys, but this was the first time. And I, I know who I can credit it really being, uh, who I would credit to, but like, this was the first time I felt all season that there was any like semblance of like the magic. Left. Yes. Yeah. These last, yes. I would even go back so far as to, I started seeing some things maybe in that Dodger series. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There I was a few things. <laughs> I mean, well, the last two games, yes. But that first game, that first game, yeah. I was like, kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like these last last three, four series, I will agree with that. And I think Which, a lot of it. No, I was going to say, if nothing else, that's great for some of these young guys to kind of experience that in a year where, hey, you know, the stakes are a lot lower now make the playoffs if, if possible. Um, if not, just get experience. Well, and I think a lot of it, I mean, my, you know, I don't think it's that hard to see where it kind of came from, but the whole complexion of the roster and how they've played really started when they picked up Ramon Lariano and Cole Calhoun at the beginning of August. Like that's yes. really, that that is the sole reason when you look at the roster and and who's contributing, and the fact that they were able to move like Jose, Jose up to the second spot for the, finally, you know, it's like finally yeah. he exists in the second spot. But like, you know, experimenting with throwing just some old vets out there and just seeing what happens. And these are guys that are hungry, guys that have been around, and guys who are still trying to play for a contract beyond this year. Who have been good contributors for their I whole say, career. Guys who and I would say, dare I say these are guys that you can start conceivably thinking of bringing back next season? For sure. Yeah. I in, in this in the case of Lariano, for sure. I mean, heading into today's game, in his twenty two games with, with the Guardians, he was slashing two thirty four, three fourteen, three sixty four with nine runs. Uh, four doubles, two home runs, and ten RBI, with a ninety OPS plus. That OPS plus is like thirty points higher than Miles Straw. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's also. But um, and the funny thing too is Loriano is also kind day. of a beast. He's also kind of a beast in the outfield, dude. I maybe and I, I've missed a few games, you know, in August. But every game that he's playing in, he does something. Where I go, yes. Oh, I take notice of something he does. The other night, it was that diving or sliding catch on the outfield warning track. You know, other you know other games. There was a game that I was at earlier in the season. He took the walk, and then like still second and third, and manufactured a run for us that way. And I'm just like little things like that. I'm just like, oh wow. Like I like him in center field. And he had ten that, times uh, more than I like Miles Straw. He had that yes. bare hand it in actually that gives you, uh, race series. He had that bare hand throw to second to throw out. Mm-hmm. Who was, I can't remember who it was trying to stretch that single into a double, but go ahead, Fevs. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, he actually gives you, I mean, not the greatest bat in the world, but he gives you such an upgrade over what we've had with straw. Um, and, you know, it just, it, it, we, uh, we always talk about flexibility, and that's like one of the, the key. Yeah things the guardians are always looking for ways to mishmash platoon guys around um 
And, you know, I know they've been testing Valera out in center field a lot. Um, there, there are some things they can do. You know, I, I would like to see Valera come up here. Um, I, you know, but, you know, I, I, I just don't, I, my big question mark is, I, I don't know what the front office is going to do because Straw still has several years years on that deal, and I don't I don't know like he's how getting, he's yeah. getting shipped. They're, he's getting he's shipped. got to. They're, I hope it's so. Gone. I hope they. I, it's going to be one of those like they give away a prospect like a good prospect and Straw and get pretty much nothing in return, but it's just to get rid of that contract. It could be. It could be a bullpen arm. I mean, in return, um, you bring up a good point, Fabs. And I also want to talk about Calhoun quickly too, but with Lariano potentially taking over center field, my thought process has always been, and we'll cover this in episodes. I'm confident in the off season as we kind of dive into roster construction stuff, but in an ideal situation, he's our starting center fielder next year. Villar spends April part of May in Columbus. There's also Jonathan Rodriguez down there who could, probably isn't a center fielder, but more likely a right fielder. Then that starts going into like, hey, do you bring Calhoun back or do you sign somebody or what do you do? But if Vlar comes up and provides, you know, improves that he can be an everyday player in center field, Ramon Liriano is a fourth outfielder, is a guy who can come in as a defensive replacement late in games, and steal you some bases and just bring that extra hustle is a valuable asset, at least in my opinion. I agree completely. I I think that both these guys have shown me that the way they work with this roster, there 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 is a purpose for both of them, Calhoun and Lariano. Yeah. Lariano especially is a little bit younger. But like with the age of the roster, these two guys have kind of like slipped in really well and provided that sort yes. of just like steady veteran presence that they've just yes. been lacking. And I'm not under any guise of like, yeah, these are the two guys that are going to like next year get you 550 at bats and like be there the whole yeah. way. It's like there's a good chance both of them are going to get DFA'd by June. But like, certainly, I just really, they, August kind of shows that like you need guys like that where they might only yes. be with the team for three or four months, but you got to have a guy to, you got to have guys to bridge those gaps because like, I don't think Valera Rodriguez Manzardo maybe would start the year with the team, but like, yeah, I don't Valera and Rodriguez aren't going to do it. They're not opening the season. They're not going to be there anytime soon. So like what they need to do in the off season, they clearly, and here's the other thing too. We'll get to the storyline here, but like there's a reason why they sent down Gonzalez over like Jose Tania over the weekend. They're done with him. And so like, who's your right fielder going in the next year? It's like, Clearly, there's got to be. I don't think the right. I don't think next year's opening day right fielder is in the system this year. I would agree with you. As, as of as of September fourth, I don't think next year's starting right fielder. I think he's honestly, and I'm going to be biased. This is a great segue. Oh, one other thing before I jump to on that segue: Cole Calhoun entering today's game, one twelve OPS plus in his limited time with us. Let's talk beautiful. about. Talk about a steadying uh, well, that, and, and just leadership. You know, he's showing the guys how to play the game. These young guys. But that's a nice line point, that he has too. That two sixty one, three forty. Well, he did go zero for four today, so those those were heading into today. Well, whatever. Those, those numbers. <laughs> but, it was but anyway, pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. 
whatever. The Guardians made a couple waiver pickups. And the one waiver pickup that I we didn't make that my heart longs for. Yeah. Who I think could be a phenomenal opening day right fielder was Hunter Renfro, who ended up in Cincinnati. Still could be. Still could be. Still can be the opening day right fielder because he's gonna be a free agent. Um but we did get Lucas Giolito. Don't look at today's stat line. It was not pretty. We also picked up <laughs> it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Uh also picked up Ronaldo Lopez and Matt Moore. Let me give you a quick stat on uh Giolito here, real quick. Lucas Giolito is the first pitcher to allow eight plus runs in a game for three different MLB teams in the Ooh. same season. Ooh. Since Ooh, that's Bill, amazing. Since Bill McGee did so in 1899 for the Louisville Colonels, Philadelphia Phillies, and Washington Senators. Wow. Dare I say, send that jersey to Cooperstown? <laughs> Why not, man? <laughs> hey, it's that's history, history, baby. That's history. It's, history. it's not good, sick. but that's sick. But at the same time, Giolito, you know, look, yeah, he had an, he's riding the, he's riding the wave of one time having a no hitter, but like, I do love Lopez and more. And I even don't mind Giolito as like this random depth pitcher. I, I would love Lopez and more next year to come back in the bullpen. I would feasible for that. I Very for that. feasible. Because here's the other thing. Clearly, the organization is not sold on James Karinchak either at this point. Now that no. he got sent back down, so it, like it's funny. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I was like, you know what? Like, it seems like since it's getting called back up, Karinchak's pitched pretty decent. So I went and looked, and from he came back, and the first game he appeared in was on August 18th, and the latest game he appeared in was on the 30th. So he appeared in six games, pitched six and a third innings, gave up five hits, however, had four walks, struck out eight, uh, only allowed one earned run. Uh, he yeah, did he, give up the, also, he did allow three stolen bases, though, too. And it's those walks and stolen bases that I think it's that no one talks that, about as much that are killing yeah. them. You know, he just. Um, I, I think we've said it a million times on the show. It's he has no third pitch. And it's like no. when your only other pitch is a 12 to six curve, forget it. <laughs> like nobody, everybody, the book's out on him. Every, nobody's yeah. going to swing at it. Even if you are throwing it for strikes. So like they're just going to sit on the fastball and, and most nights it's pretty tough to throw that curve for a strike all the time. Yeah. So pretty I mean, it's pretty obvious to me what he needs to do, but like, I don't know if there's like a resistance to it or if like he hasn't tried to throw a third pitch or even like think about one. Like, I don't know who the hell knows, but I mean, guys like Lopez and more, man, they're not like flashy names, but like if those were two acquisitions next year, like heading into 24, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic if they were part of the bullpen, just like two absolutely quality relievers, you know? Yeah, and you know, I, I I know people have been down on the bullpen, but I, I think I think it was really a lot of them being overtaxed throughout the the course of the year Same. with with how with how beat up our rotation has been, and you know, I I I know we started to creep back a little bit, but it, it, it's just so hard, and not even that the Twins are playing like they're that good, but it's just so hard to consistently win, you know. 
four or five, which is what you really needed to do this back, you know, month and a half to really catch up, you know, six games back. Um, When, you know, most of the times you're at a tremendous disadvantage with two of your, your, your pitching starters, especially after we shipped off Savali. Um, And, you know, I, I'll be really interested. I know we're, we'll talk about this in length once we get to the off season, but I'm just, I'm just always thinking about, um, because everybody wants to write off the organization doing, I saw, you know, a day ago uh, when Naylor came back, everyone's like, well, like we only have them for a couple more years. There's no way they can extend them. And people are talking about the extensions as if these are like crazy amounts of money and people are throwing out like six years, 80 million. They'll never be able to afford that. It's like, they just gave like a minute a hundred million dollars. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like Naylor is such a, a pivotal guy to this team. I would be shocked if we don't extend him. And then Bieber, I just like don't know what the Bieber is the one of the weirdest cases ever mm-hmm. with the injuries he's had the last like two and a half to three years, and the fact that he's going to be a free agent this season. Like I just, and but just like losing him and McKenzie for so long, and just having to you know throw Cal Quantrill in, um, riding with the young guys. Um, it's been mostly positive, but you know it's having Noah Syndergaard pitch for three or four starts. Just a very right. bizarre bingo card of of starting pitchers this last like month. Well, well, Fabs, and you you make a great point that leads me to my next thought. Um, what I have a few things you know that I wrote down in the notes as far as you know storylines for the rest of the month. What are what's the most interesting thing for each of you guys? I mean, some of the things that came to my mind. Um. You know, can Cal regain his form? He looked pretty decent in the last yep. outing. Can he? Can he give us six innings of in, in a quality start? You know, every you know, you know, seventy five percent of the time. That, I mean, if he can, that that's awesome. Yes, that would um, be tremendous. Are we going to see any promotions? You know, I I don't really think we probably will, it. but yeah, you know, my can we find a role for Arius? Um, yeah, yeah. I think my you know, the list goes sto- on. I mean, yeah, no, that's that's a good question. My story. I mean, the honestly, like, and it doesn't have to just be. I don't want to limit to you just to one. No, you know, no, my, two or my, three. My real big storyline, like my biggest one, is going to be you're getting an entire another month's worth of at bats for the young core. A guy like yeah, a guy like Bo Naylor in the last like week coming into tonight, he has a hundred OPS plus on the season. You know seven homers and 151 at bats. Um, he's drawn walks uh, for the most part, you know, but like you're starting to, there's that kind of like moment where like it, tur- like it turns. It's like that series in Minnesota. You're like, Oh, uh, here, yeah. here's the bow nailer we've been hearing about. This yeah. is the first round that, piss. Yes. Um, the the and, switch has been flipped. Yes. And like, I want to see another month of bow nailer. I kind of want to start to see another month. I, I know we've said we've been done, but like Gabriel Arias is like Gabriel sort of Arias. Oh, I'm man. like, what is going on here with this guy? So yeah. and his power, like, listen, I, I see. I'll let you finish. I'll because that would be something. I'm yeah. No, I mean that. Yeah, that's you're looking at 250 at bats for him uh, this year. A little under 300 plate appearances, nine homers. So like, he's got 20 home run potential. He's only 23. We've been talking yeah. about it. It's like it's, it's so hard to remember that with him too. 
you get hear real, his name for three, I get four years. Frustrated, right? I get super frustrated, but like I'm like, you know. But then like, and then also though, then it's like Jose Tanya has come up and like kind of shown out a little bit, and it's like, yeah. I, you know, so like I kind of about Rokio either. Rokio's there. Tyler Freeman's around. Or Rokio didn't he get sent back down. Well, he got sent down he, to Columbus, but like when he he's did. when he was here, like yeah, I mean, outside of the strikeouts, which. I'll forgive He'll him be, for, you know, he's 22, man. He'll be, fine. he's 22. Yeah. But like, that's really where my head's at is like, let me just see as many at bats from these guys as possible. Like I want to see a guy like, I want to see like Steven Kwan even kind of finish the season strong. Cause like, he's kind of just like partner around this year. Yeah. It's like, I kind of feel like he gets hot and then he kind of like cools off. Yeah. I'm like, I want to, he's kind of been like the team. Yeah. You know? I want to get a sense of like how his, I want a better sense of what his like projections should be. Um, like I would like to see Jimenez try and like have a good end of the year. Cause like it's kind of like his season numbers are pretty grotesque compared to last year. So like I want to see a good end to, to his year. So, you know, I, yeah. th- I don't think you're going to get like any other call up that's going to blow your mind, but like, I want to see these guys finish strong. Um, Certainly. Like anybody else would. Babs, how about you? Um, so yeah, I want to continue to see Bo and Arias. Um, because like, man, if we can add at the shortstop position and at catcher, two guys who are gonna hit maybe the low two hundreds, two two thirty, whatever. Um, but like both of them really good defensively, which is kind of our MO, but two guys who can have twenty home run potential, holy God. Like that would be huge for our lineup next year. That suddenly, suddenly you, you your eight nine hitters or your seven eight hitters are both guys who can like hit home runs, hit doubles, hit for any kind of power. So like that's been exciting to me. Um, I I would love to see you know Manzardo get called up. I, I know they're probably not going to call up Valera at this point. Um, I I would like to see both Manzardo and Valera get called up just to get a month of like actual at bats to maybe set them up because we are starting to see more. Um, uh, Dominguez. Um, oh, Jason, Dominguez. Was, Jason Dominguez, his yeah. first, first major league at bat. He takes uh Justin Verlander yard. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're starting to see younger and younger guys jumping from double a all the way to like the major leagues. So I would like us to get a little bit more aggressive with that. Um, so if we could get them some, some at bats, that would be great. Um, and then I, I don't know. I just, I, I would like to see, I don't want to like, you know, I want him to ruin his arm, but I would like to see if McKenzie and Bieber can get maybe two or three starts just to get, you know, just to get, I would, my, uh, my, get my guess of, um, McKenzie getting 18, uh, wins was like way off. <laughs> yeah, it was for all of us. Yeah, I well, did pretty well, bad with that. That'll be a, that'll be a fun. Did he even pitch? We'll did he even to, pitch eighteen uh, innings? Did he even pitch no, eighteen innings? Did. I don't think he pitched no, eighteen. I don't, eight, even know eight, he, I don't even think he pitched nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe if we can get their, um, maybe if we can get them like one or two starts. Well, obviously, I don't. I don't want it they, to be a detriment to them. They but. they're making rehab starts in uh, Lake County this week. I think Friday and Saturday. Yep. And I believe from what I read earlier, they're projecting like getting both of them on the active roster by like the 20th. 
Okay. So yeah, maybe they get yeah, maybe maybe two starts. Cool. Yeah, maybe two starts. I think anything, you know, I, I, just to get a, capture a little bit of optimism going into next year, you know, obviously, you know, you hate to see this, but also like baseball is a weird sport because like, look at the Mets, look at the Padres, 100%. like so many of these teams with massive payrolls that went all in. That happens all, every year, man, where it's like year, man. every Toronto, oh, yeah. Toronto, obviously they're going to make the postseason. Well, like that maybe for three maybe years I, was, I don't I don't necessarily know that's a, a slam dunk though. Yeah, but that's been the team for three years now, man. Them and um, they've been the big one though. Uh, but yeah, the Yankees, like Boston, like I the, I know we we like to persecute ourselves as Cleveland fans, and yeah, I I know how long it's been since we won a World Series. But like there are every year there are seven to nine teams that you're just like, holy God, like what happened to them yeah. this year? And we're just one of those teams. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I want to see I want to see how Josh Naylor bounces back. Um, that's one big thing that I want to see. Um I kind of want to see if like Ramon Liriano can really like make it like an open shut case to get rid of Miles Straw next year. Like even as we discussed, like even if the return isn't you know overwhelming, um, just to rid ourselves of that contract. And then I'm I'm fully like fine rolling in with Quan and him, and then a free agent, and then seeing like what these prospects can do because we have theoretically three guys that I could argue in the outfield who should get looks at next year between Valara, Jonathan Rodriguez and uh, Chase DeLauder. And then, yeah, I I'm as much as like he frustrates the hell out of me. Arias has been playing better. Like you can't deny it. The strikeouts are maddening. The kind of like, Plate discipline is just uh, mm-hmm. non-existent. So yeah, yeah. Maybe like he and Cole Calhoun can like work together or something, and like learn how to like work counts or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I actually just found a stat line, and <laughs> it's a two thirty average, a three twenty on base, a four sixty one slugging, a one twelve OPS plus. This individual has 50 runs on the season, 16 doubles, zero triples, 24 home run, 70 RBI in 112 games. Okay. That's Nolan Gorman, uh, second baseman for the Mm. St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also 23. He's like a top prospect for them, too. And he was, yes. I extrapolated... Gabriel Arias's numbers out over a full season based on, I think from the time frame of when, and I didn't put this in the notes and I should have, I really should have from the time frame of when um, Rosario was dealt to now, well, a few days ago and it came out to like something like 30 home runs, 80, some RBI, like a two thirty batting average. It was literally Nolan Gorman's stat line. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the more I got thinking about it, I was like, okay, if he can at least cut down on the strikeouts, if that's the one thing Arias can do, 
and can get to a 230-245 batting average. I can live that with that for a little while. For sure. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a that's an ex- a very valuable bat to have still. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. He's uh Arius oh gosh, what is the percentage? Yeah, he strikes out 30 33% of the time. Get it under 30. That's all. If he I can ask. get it to like 28, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Um Yeah, so that's all I have there. I, okay. I, I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts, but I do have our pitch clock question for this week. I'm good. Yeah, hit, hit me with that pitch clock. I feel like we're going to have more to say, you know, we'll, we'll have more on like, because I, I don't know. I mean, this week will really tell you. This week where, is going to be really telling. You know, we got a lot of things cooking uh, for the show, you know, whether this goes good or bad. There's, I mean, there's gonna be no shortage of things to talk about this offseason. Yeah, I mean, this offseason will um, be good. I think it'll yeah. be, this will be a really interesting offseason for them, and I feel like we have a lot, a lot of different avenues to go down. It, and it's just gonna kind of be like one of those Septembers where we're just sort of playing out the string a little bit. So yeah. maybe we can, but maybe we can get into those early. Who knows? But hey, you know what? Middle of August, we were all kind of writing them off as dead. They've been hanging yeah. around. They've, yeah. they've done some interesting things. Sure. A little bit of fight. I'll take you that. know. I'll and take it. Sure, we're getting yeah. into September now, and this team's still hanging around. Yeah, that's, that's the not the outcome that we all hoped for. No, but we could be the twin. We could be the twins. Uh, we could be the Royals or the A's or the Pirates or, or the Pirates or I mean, at this point on. the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. But uh, any, yeah. Does, yeah. Yeah. Do that without uh, yeah. any any more delay. Um. As we just mentioned, and we've spent a good amount on the show, the Guardians have added five guys in the last month between Loriano, Calhoun, Giolito, Lopez, and more to the roster. And, you know, there's a possibility all five come back next year. There's a possibility only one or two come back. But it, this is one of those types. Uh, these are some of these. Some of these guys are going to get forgotten in three years. And it'll be like, hey, remember that time when X was on the Guardians? Super random jersey sightings. Super random jersey sightings. I'm actually going going to Chicago for my brother's bachelor party in a few weeks, and I was looking for a Jason Kipnis Cubs jersey. (laughs) They don't exist. Unless I want to buy it from China. But But that leads me to my question. In the vein of the Zach Meisel random jersey sightings at games, who is your all-time most favorite Cleveland random jersey that you have seen, whether it be in person or like photographed? We'll we'll allow that. Oh my god! Um... Or or maybe not even all time recent memory. Hold on. Oh my God. This is like, this is tough. <laughs> this is really tough. I got to look back. I got to think because there's one. Oh my God. There's a guy. I'm trying to remember who the hell it was in like 20. Hold on. I might, I might be able to get it here in a second because there was somebody yeah. I was just thinking about who I remember. That's a great question. That's a tough this one might, right off. We might, we might just like throw the clock out for this. But we'll just try to keep it, you know, 
relatively. Okay, yeah. Maybe we throw the clock out on this one because I have a couple. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I Okay, wait. Yeah, I got it. Basically, <laughs> here's what it is. It's basically half of the 2011 roster. Like, that's my my answer. Do we want to do the, the pitch clock or do we want to just go, just tell you? We'll just kind of, we'll throw the clock out today for this question. All right, I'll just tell you. Because it, it, so, it is... It's difficult. Like, I, yeah. So I will give you, oh my God, it really is like half the 2011 roster. And I've seen some of these. Please tell me around, it's Jack Hanahan. Like, one of his Jack Hanahan. Um, the one that I was thinking oh. that initially, as soon as you said it was Shelly Duncan. Okay. Actually, so, mine's on this, on this 2011 team too. So Shelly Duncan actually had pretty good season with them in 2011 i think they traded him if i'm not mistaken i feel like that was correct. um oh my goodness and then um the other one that i had from this roster was austin kearns as well so you said but austin now i'm Kern? looking but now i'm looking austin kearns but i'm looking at the okay. rest of this roster and i'm like dude i forgot they they picked up that year kosuke fukudome fukudome is one of mine I was looking. I was looking at his Cubs jersey for this bachelor party. Holy, hell. like that was one that certainly crossed my mind, dude. What what's my yours, most Fabs? random that I've actually seen? And I saw somebody in LA wearing this, and I was just oh, that's double even better. It was a Jabba Chamberlain jersey. <gasps> oh I've yeah, seen those. I've seen yeah. a few people wear them. I forgot. I, I totally forget he was on our team. I forgot. I always love thinking like in 2016 uh, too. Yeah, I always love guys like who have those little three year runs where they're just like, yeah, you know, like because when he was with the Yankees, it was just like a whole like he is the next thing, and then you know two years later, <laughs> nope, never mind. But yeah. yeah, that's when I actually saw in the wild. So that was yeah, it was in Glendale. It was very random. I was like, what what's happening right now? That is phenomenal. I'll tell you what um, the the entire 2011 roster for the Indians the then Indians is so gr- like, it's like a grotesque display of just like what, what was happening display, <laughs> like names that are just gone into baseball ether, like the most yeah. forgettable team of all time. It's so, yep. but I will tell you this, that team had a 25 year old Carlos Santana, a 24 year old Michael Brantley, and let's see, those are the two names. Oh, and a, and a 24 year old Jason Kipnis. And give me a second, a 24 year old Carlos Carrasco. So you talk about like how gross that year was, but then where they were with those four guys, two to four years, two to five years out from that season. And that's kind yeah. of what you're hoping for now is oh, like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey man, you know what I mean? So it's interesting, but yeah, well, no, I bring it up because, you know, obviously with all these random signings lately, like we're bound to see, Oh yeah. You know, at the ballpark in two years, you know, and well, it'll still be fresh ish in two years, but you're going to see a Cole Calhoun Jersey. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It oh, might yeah. be on my back because I'm this close to like, just going, you know what? Those jerseys from China, they're cheap. 
I do need to talk to the people though that go and buy the official MLB jerseys of guys like that. Like, if I'm gonna, I don't, I don't know what I'm. I need to go and talk to somebody who has a Matt Moore, like MLB licensed yeah. jersey. <laughs> I need to well, know. I mean, what's going it, on? One there. of my favorite activities at the games is going into the team store and seeing what jerseys they have in the clearance rack. Um of like the game used stuff. Oh yeah. Or the locker. Um, yeah. The locker uh, signs, you know, you can get a yeah. JC Mejia locker sign for $75 at the team shop. Like, no, thank you. What Don't, a bargain. I'd rather, Don't I'd rather buy this Josh Bell Jersey. That'll be super depressing in five years. Yeah. It's... Cause like, Hey, remember how we just like shipped him out of town? Like <laughs> Lenny Wright the for old... the Marlins. Yeah, the only hope I have there is that it's like, oh, that's okay because Khalil Watson's like hitting three fifty. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. All right. Cool. Well. Uh. Yeah. I. I would tell. I, this is usually where I tell everybody to go and, you know, rate and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. And I certainly want you to do that. But I also need you to go and take some time and look at the twenty eleven. Cleveland Indians roster because on baseball reference, it's so insane because every player is wearing a different hat in the oh, picture yeah. because of like how absurd that roster was. So I need you all to go and look at that. It is just a nightmare and uh, I can't stop looking at it and it could be my curse. So it I is think- certainly, it is certainly something. Jason Donald was on that team. Oh, mama. Oh, my God. So much there. Matt Laporta. There was a time where you had both people acquired in the CC Sabathia trade on the field at the same time. Believe it or not, that did happen. It's been, it's things, that's to say things have have been worse than this season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about, listen, like I, I know we're coming off a division you know, appearance game five, but like if anyone went into the season being like our offense is like very similar to the 95 Indians. Like, I don't, I don't know where you got those drugs because we all knew this team was so limited offensively and we were going to need a lot of stuff to come through on that end. So, you know, it's, it's a downer year, obviously, but like, I, I don't know. I'm not that disappointed. I, I am, but like, my expectations were only so high. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and um, I have one, I have two more quick notes on the 2011 team, Steve. Uh, the, <laughs> yes. Give them the pitcher formerly known as Fausto Carmona was still on that team. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. At age 30, there should be a question mark next to that. Cause who 37. Knew? Yeah. We're not. So and sure then on that one. a young before he was anything, Young Buck made an appearance. I think it was one appearance. Oh, made three right. appearances. Had an ERA of eight thirty one over four and one third innings. Mister Corey, two time winning Cy Young. That's true. I I forgot to mention him. Corey Kluber was on that team. Our boy. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right. I thought you were going to say Josh Judy there for a second, or Jenmar Gomez. Oh, Josh Judy, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex uh, White well, was on that team. Ooh. Yeah, 
Wow. <sighs> yeah, you could literally pick anybody off this team. Josh Tomlin was on that team. Okay. Mitch Talbot. What in the world? Yeah, I'm not. I I got to get out of here before I go down. All right. So that, that's it. That The episode's over. We're done. Um, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Uh, but, rate, but yes. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Check. Yeah. Wherever. I, I know we mentioned the last episode, I believe, but uh, we are getting some uh, reviews on um, Spotify, and it certainly helps because it always helps our um, downloads go up. So the more you can do that, the better. Uh, until then, we will hopefully still talk to you while the Guardians are in a relatively decent spot in the playoff race. But we'll see. If not, we'll have other stuff for you, and we'll go from there. See you guys later. <laughs>